Welcome back to the A Show with the Kings Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here with Meals, and we got a and in full disclaimer, we got a special show. Mm. We got a special. It's a special show. It's going to be a short show because mm-hmm. we have a specialer show next week. But this show <laughs> is um really designed to bring you guys up to speed obviously we're going to talk about what happened what little things happened this week and we're going to talk about a couple of the little news items for this week but uh, mm-hmm. we're going to add a little bit of a refrain this week just because next week we have such a massive show um i'll go ahead and get the the one announcement out the way so that we can get to the big one next week is going to be our huge wrestlemania uh roundup show it's going to go about over the two hour mark we're going to have a lot of special guests. We're going to talk about every single night of WrestleMania. It's such a big show that we're even thinking of making it two episodes. We don't know what we're going to do yet, you know, because there's a lot of stuff that we, we are, um, we're recording right now. In fact, we have to record pieces of it, you know, throughout the next week. So um, that's why this show is going to be so short, because we're putting all of our effort in giving you guys um, a better show and a, and a huge show next week. So when you see the length of the show, don't trip out. Um, we're, cause I, I mean, even now we're getting right to the chase or cutting right to the chase, but I want to get, get meals to talk about the even bigger announcement that we have for this week. <clears throat> okay. All right. Let me clear my throat for this one. Okay. So essentially what's going on next week, we also have another major announcement. This is something that we've been working on for quite some time. I've been working on, actually the idea was brought up probably a couple years ago and it was me, at least in this part, it was like, oh, I don't have time. Uh, and, to, you know, to Justin's standpoint, are you Diddy? Do you do you have <laughs> the same amount of hours in a day as Diddy? Oh, I thought That's so. Right me. That, that comment has bit me in the ass ever since I told you that. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> but with that said, I mean, we're formally going to announce, we're, we're setting up right here so you guys get everything kind of ready. Next week, we are officially launching the A-Show Patreon. It has been something that we've talked about for quite some time. It has been something I think over the last number of years we've been building to this point. I think if we launched a Patreon two years ago, it would not be as pretty nor as sexy as it probably will be now, considering of all the amazing content and amazing creators that we have on hand. Um, shout out to everybody who does all the shows. I mean, Quan and Cyrus on The War Report, Channing, CC, Armand on The Rewriter's Room, um, Dion, who does the social and kind of everything, you know, surrounding that. So I don't think it would have looked at pr- as pretty. But nonetheless, we're announcing the A Show Patreon. That means you will be getting exclusive content. That means you will be getting early content. That means you will be getting access and also producer privileges. And you may be saying, okay, producer privileges. What? I mean, how did how does that work? <laughs> You will all find out next week. Next week, Monday, we are officially launching the A Show Patreon. Um, it should the first show, of course, of the new Patreon era of the A Show will be the Rewriters Room. It will also be the, our major WrestleMania show, and any content that comes from that, you'll get that early. You'll get that in full. You'll get the director's cut of all of it, <laughs> essentially. Um, but there will be more to explain next week. There'll be more to unveil next week. So we're going to leave it up to next week because, yes, we have a truncated show this week because of all the stuff that we're recording this week. So just wanted to pre, you know, preview that. The A-Show Patreon. If you're willing to, you know, 
it's all about support. And I think this will help us sort of, we thought about ideas over the last number of years of what can help us get to the next level, what could help us in terms of just buying either new equipment or or just taking so, our show to the next level. Yeah, just taking just taking it to the next level, just on a, on a basis of like, okay, we're here, we're there. We want to provide some stuff for you, you know. And this is and, this is part of the plan. And if I could piggyback off of you here, I think that um, we wouldn't have done this if it wasn't if we didn't see such an outpouring of support through last year with quarantine and COVID. Our numbers went up. You know what I mean? And 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 people really really respect us and and they they really support us. This does not mean that the shows that will be you know re- like th- this show will still be released. At the same time, every single week, nothing is changing with this show. Okay, we're not going strictly, you know, um, Patreon only. That's not what's happening here. You'll be able to get all the same content. It'll just be a little bit different, um, you know, going forward. And that will be in terms of like what me and Mills talk about. You know, it could be cool stuff. It could be personal stuff. Who knows? But we, more than anything, I don't want to like, you know. Be like, give us, you know what I'm saying? Give, give us your money. I think that's the one thing, right, Mills, that we were just like, we don't, we, we felt weird yeah. before. <laughs> but but rest assured that we're not using this support for like personal gain at this right. point. We're doing it so that Armand and Channing and CC can get, you know, better mics or Cyrus and myself uh, can, can watch all of the crazy shows you tell us to watch. You know, every single week, you know, every single month with spot callers. That is really what we we're trying to get. And that and you know, we have such a grassroots fan base. And I mean, let's just be clear. Like I looked at our numbers the other day, like we're in the, you know, we're in the top fifty, top one hundred of these shows. And there aren't a lot of us out there like that. So I wanna I wanna give the people that support us more of a, a view inside of our um inside of our creative process and stuff like that. So stay tuned for the A Show Patreon next week. Uh, I got a lot of work to do on it this week before we can like reveal like everything going on, but we'll, we'll reveal all the, all of the, uh, all the tiers, um, for you guys next week. So stay tuned. Absolutely. One last shout out, shout out to the good people at Wally mania who provided, uh, some very free and very warm clothing to me. (laughs) Um, and yourself, I believe. So shout out to the good, uh, I don't know what, I mean, Wale Mania looks like this year, but it, it looks good thus far. So shout out to people at Wale Mania, Foot Action, Foot Locker for sending the good stuff. And you, I'm sure you will have an opportunity to buy because the tees and the hoodies and everything looks fucking amazing. So, yeah. It um it, it is going to be very Wale and very Mania in a week. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, Let's get into like some quick news hits Um, where I'm, I'm going to try and keep the show. Let's try and keep it under 45. We say that and then, but we're some long-winded ass motherfuckers. So I don't know how we get there, but we can try. Okay. We can try. Let's try. Um, first up, NXT moving to Tuesday nights. Uh, mm. the, uh, in two weeks, rather, right after their takeover. Uh, it was a rumor that we saw coming a while ago. Uh, USA and WWE announced it today. Multi-year deal moving to Tuesdays. Uh, I would imagine the deal goes through 2024, which is when the next TV rights deal is. So good to know that NXT has a home uh, for the foreseeable future. Obviously, on, on Tuesdays, it will be on USA Network. On Wednesdays, it will be on Peacock. So um, that happened. I don't really have much more to say on it other than good. I'm tired of the yeah. 
I'm tired of the discourse. They let these two shows be on separate days and give give Cyrus and Quan a rest. <laughs> right. I'll be honest. My Tuesdays are pretty free. My two days are pretty <laughs> like yeah. they're pretty. I don't watch it. There's no wrestling on, which is rare in the week. There is nothing really on TV that I care to watch. I kind of just kind of get the stuff done. So the fact that NXT is moving to Tuesdays, I'm not mad at it at all. Um, it continues if you're if we're on a major pay per view weekend like we will be next week with all these two day shows. It continues a very strong marathon of shows. I mean, damn, we got. Have you seen next week? <laughs> it's <laughs> like insane. it's insane, and that's even that's if you even if you clip out Dynamite, you're still watching a lot of wrestling next week. Yeah, like I t- I was looking at um. Oh, gosh, Cornell had it up. Cornell had it up on his on his Instagram, and he talked about like, yo, he was like Hall of Fame this day, NXT two days, Friday Friday Night SmackDown this day, WrestleMania this day, Raw this day, NXT this day. I was just like, holy shit, on a shingle, right, like, right. It's crazy. I, it's it's gonna be a tr- well Hall of Fame. I usually don't watch. I'm not gonna lie. So that'll be my break. I'm pretty. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, YouTube it. It's pre-taped. Um, I know that today the 2020 entries recorded their parts today. So mm. the, uh, the Bella Twins recorded their parts today. Not sure how they'll get Liger there. I'm pretty sure via satellite. Um, but yeah, so it's being taped. So it, it's a tape show. I'll catch the highlights. Yeah, why not? Rest. Why not? Well, yeah, congratulations to NXT. I mean, uh, you know, there's going to be discourse with anything. Yeah, it ran off by Dynamite whatever but you already know and nhl is <laughs> coming to usa on, on wednesday so i mean that to me is a stronger indication of they would have kept that show on wednesday regardless because they don't have right. any they don't have anything else to play on that wednesday so that is what it is. no you're right yeah yeah absolutely uh let's get into the andrade interview uh he did with hugo Stanovich. very spicy very spicy very spicy very, very, spi- very I, I gotta say, man, I lost a little, I lost a little bit of respect. Why? For Why? Hey, um, well, we we expect these interviews at all times, yeah. and they, to be honest, isn't incendiary. Let me. I'll, I'll just say the interview to me was was pretty by the number. He wasn't being used. He wanted to leave, and he left. I think there's two in, two spots in particular I thought was kind of corny. The Charlotte okay. stuff where he, uh, well, three parts. One, he wasn't he wasn't gonna name names. So it's like he's it's like he's he's throwing he's throwing shots and he's not telling us who it is. So like to me that's kind of corny. Two, the Charlotte stuff with the with that he that she had to actually come out and clear up literally right before Raw. Shout <laughs> out to he, Charlotte's team, Team yeah, Charlotte. Or, or <laughs> Sign me up, please. Basically, Andrade <laughs> says during the interview that they had taken COVID tests and when she tested positive, they also said that she she was pregnant and he tried to say that they misdiagnosed her. When in reality, according to Charlotte, she had elevated hormones, which is completely normal for women. Um, Andrade made it seem as though WWE Medical was was shady and they they suspended her for for something false when they it was really a precautionary thing, which was kind of you you don't again, you got a girlfriend meals, I got a fiance, I wouldn't be coming out telling my fiance's business like that to millions of people. That's just corny I agree. No, I agree in a sense. I do think, however, I think that situation, it kind of circles back around to him. I I like the interview just because he kind of 
for the most part, he wanted to keep it around him. He tried to stay away from Charlotte as much as they can, but at the end of the day, like Hugo Safinovich is like <laughs> apparently journalist extraordinaire. Um, hits harder than Lillian Garcia on Jason Glory. Um, he's getting all the scoops. So nonetheless, I think he knew at some point he was going to have to talk about Charlotte on the show. But I think overall, I mean, kind of every issue that he kind of had circled back down around to him, even the Charlotte thing, I think the Charlotte thing came in, you know, relative to that, like, I, the doctors at that point was like, he was having issues with them because they weren't really informing people that he was cleared or something along those lines. And he didn't really trust the doctor in terms of this, because of this situation that they had prior, which was apparently very recently. Um, I get, I overall get what you mean though. I feel like those type of situations, maybe you just kind of keep to yourself. I wouldn't say it in sort of an interview, but I do think it necessarily, it, it definitely explains the absence. Um, he, do, he doesn't even stop there. I mean, he even says, uh, people take pictures of her in the locker room. I'm not going to say who. And WWE doesn't know. But wouldn't that be something you would tell? Like, I, I don't, like, there were parts of the interview and maybe it's lost in translation. Again, this was completely in, you know, it was completely in uh, Spanish. So, like, I, you know, maybe it's lost in translation. We're all, we're mm-hmm. all reading from translators on Twitter. You know what I mean? I, I, was, reading, I was reading Lucha Blogs uh, stuff, but I didn't like the Charlotte stuff. And I also didn't like the the fact that he was, like one thing, one thing in this interview differed in is that like, and, and it was weird because it's the same thing with the Moxley stuff, and it was like it, it ended up being like everyone saying like, oh, he's shitting on WWE, but I'm like, I didn't really hear that because he's still thanking Triple H, he's still thanking Vince, like he's giving like Andrade is giving it to his coworkers more than he's giving it to his bosses, and I thought that was right. really weird to throw everyone under the bus except for the people who are making these decisions because like he was like, there's people there that want to quit. But they don't quit. They just sit there. And 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 I walked away from $3 million. I'm like, yeah, dude, but you can go back to CMLL or you can go to ROH. Like a lot of people can't do that, especially not in a pandemic when money's tight. You know what I mean? Right. Like everyone's getting billion dollar deals. Like I thought it was just really corny to kind of like put your your coworkers and people that may have vouched for you or people that, that you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I'm not, you know, privy to everything going on, but I just thought it was kind of corny for him to, to, to be shitting on his coworkers like that. I think just, in, but I think it also speaks to the fact that I think he's trying to say in this sort of situation, it's like it, the money didn't matter. And yes, money is definitely part of the issue and things like that. And yeah, I do agree with you on a standpoint of like he has the opportunity to go wrestle in all these other places that he's had before. But I'm, I mean, I think that speaks more to the work that he's done over his whole entire career than um, like more so the shitting on kind of everyone else because he has established his name over in Mexico. He has established his name everywhere. He has proven to himself that he's an amazing sort of talent that should be, you know, should be wanted in a sense. But I think overall, I don't see it that way. I see it as a a person. And I think we can both relate on this in terms of just being a jobs and being kind of like, I'm kind of over it. Like, I don't even know if there's any amount of money that they could pay me to stay because I feel like I'm being so underutilized. And at some point, it, you know, if wrestlers are looking out for their brand, it does destroy their brand, especially someone who's just been off TV for a while. There's no explanation for it. Week by week, we're asking where the hell Alistair Black is. And we, we and before that, it was definitely, you know, or at the same time, it was definitely Andrade, where we were asking, like, yo, where's Andrade on TV? He should be used on TV. He could be used right here. Why isn't he being used? And 
I think it's more so to the guy is like, listen, I want to be somewhere where I can work. I can pretty much, I love wrestling. I want to wrestle. I don't want to be sitting and catering for weeks with everybody else who's sitting and catering for weeks. I want to prove my worth. And if they're not going to sort of do this for me, I'll just do it somewhere else. So he, he said that. And I think he was, a he, he was given time to say that. And he did say that. And I agree, but the difference between us and him is that if it's people there that's 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 complacent and you want to leave, I'm not shitting on the people that's complacent and don't, and don't want to leave. I'm saying, hey, it, I, I'm least of all, I'm not saying it publicly. I just thought it was it, it wasn't player for him to do that. You know what I'm saying? I let, feel like, but I, let, I agree let, with let you. Humberto, let Humberto do what he want to do. You know what I'm saying? If Humberto want to speak up. If him, if Humberto want to speak up, let Humberto speak up. If 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 Angel Garza, he talked about Angel Garza, like how they cut his hair and then he wasn't using next week and stuff like that. I'm like, if Angel Garza, if that's a problem with him, you let that man speak for himself. Mm. Like you're not but, the you not they didn't he didn't break the mold when he quit his job. Mad mad. Nah, but I do think he's talking from his perspective on it. He's like, yo, we essentially we do all these things, and he's given examples of people who sort of sacrifice their time and their life, and it, they have really kind of very little to show for it. You know what I'm saying? And he doesn't necessarily want that for himself. I think it all comes right back around to him ultimately at the end of the day. Like he's seeing all these people. He talked about the Angel Garza thing where he cut his hair. And he's like, he's doing, you know, you do all these things. You make all these kind of life changes as life changing as a haircut could be. But you make all these sort of changes for the benefit of the show. But what are they doing back for you in return? And I think that's ends up being it ends up being a lot of people's gripe with the entire situation, which is why a lot of people leave. Again, I don't think this was as. I don't think this was like had a, the same bite as like a revival interview or the John Moxley one or pretty much most people who went to. No, it didn't. W- I didn't. Yeah, he he went out of his way. Listen, I don't think he's going to be gone for long. I don't think he's going to be I gone. I don't for think right. so either. I don't yeah. think so either. I think um I think realistically he's he just wants to I don't know, he just wants to wrestle. I guess he didn't want to be off TV. I feel like they at some point one way or another he would have ended back on TV. But maybe his patience over the last 6 months has kind of just worn thin because he was like, "Yo, I've been sitting in the back for 3 months. I was cleared 3 months ago and Vince McMahon didn't even know." So it's like imagine what could have happened in all that time. Imagine it's like you're playing with my career in this sort of instance. Like you're playing with my time, you're playing with my, you know, I don't want to say money because he's just paid very, very well. But, you know, there's some there's some stuff that I guess I would say money isn't because <laughs> I'm like, yo, it's th- every, everyone's like, yo, it's three million dollars. Well, like I could use three million dollars. Yeah, like, not like that's not a flex. <laughs> to me. That That's that's corny to me. You know what I mean? Like that's that's not that's- it was meant to be a flex. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Red you, you turned it down. Yeah, that's what it read like. It, it, but because again, you don't. Not everyone got that opportunity in in the world that we live in. Like maybe if it was two years ago, he flex, he said that I would have been like, all right, yo, go to um New Japan. You know what I'm saying? Go but you to- also hearing, but you hearing a lot of people also say that it's like, yo, we turned down a bunch of money. I'm sure. What is it? What's my man's name? Ten count guy, <laughs> Dillinger. Um, he was like, yo, they. They turned me down the biggest <laughs> training <was> deal, <laughs> the biggest NXT trainer deal that they've oh, ever handed out. When, when he said that, when he said that, this play. 
That's what happened. When he said. Nobody oh was like, that was Cap. Yeah. Uh, but Andrade, I mean, all, all signs point to him uh, either going to Chile uh, to, to, do, to wrestle at a, uh, at a company down there or uh, go back to CMLL. So, I mean, those are pretty much places I expected. He's going to be an immediate star there and do a lot of work. I could see him working pretty much everywhere. I think he'll go on like the, uh, like the, like the Del Rio run when, when he left and just really work a lot of Mexico and, and work ROH and stuff like that. So good for him. Yo, uh, I'm sure Del Rio's like, yo, y'all need the next Mexican <laughs> talent. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yo, I heard you let go of Andrade. <laughs> No, no, that would be like, hey, that nigga about to go to jail. <laughs> oh, then he took somebody like hostage, or trigger warning, but like he, he took somebody hostage or something like that. He was, was wilding. I, I have no idea. I'm so out of the Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, he, he did some wild shit. I think he's about to go to prison. But um, mm. let's get through uh, Raw and SmackDown. Okay. okay. Uh, be here already. Be here. Let's, see, let's talk about. Let me see if I can. Let me see if, what we can do with SmackDown in terms of what was given. I think overall, just WWE, they're very much so on cruise control, and I think we'll see it even more next week because the go home shows for WrestleMania usually are absolutely nothing. Like, and I expect Friday Night SmackDown, which is the day before WrestleMania, to be the most nothingest show that you've oh, yeah. ever seen. Oh yeah, they gotta they gotta <laughs> set the you know, well no they have they have to go to uh, Raymond James at that point. Um, yeah. I would say SmackDown to me didn't feel like it was turning its wheels, especially like not on like their main storyline. But um, no. I mean, can we just be clear here? I think the WrestleMania both nights are really good shows on paper. Um, there are some matches we've seen before. There are some matches that we haven't seen before, which could be really cool. Like first time ever matches that, that we haven't seen before that could be really good uh, mm-hmm. that they added to, to the show as well. Um I mean, I'm intrigued. I mean, I'm intrigued by the New Day match. I, I'm really intrigued by what they're going to do with Randy Orton and Fiend this time to change it up. Um, obviously, Rhea Ripley, Asuka, we've never seen that before. Like, there's a lot of stuff here that we haven't seen before, and that's what makes me excited about this mania. It feels like it feels like a mania card <laughs> now right. in a lot of ways. It feels like a mania card in a way that last year's kind of didn't. Um, so, SmackDown. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I wanted to. I wanted to definitely talk about SmackDown because we have. I think I don't know if we have differing opinions on the main event in terms of the 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 Universal Championship, but I think the I think we have differing opinions on like, I guess how we got there. I don't know. I don't know. What were your kind of thoughts? Daniel Bryan has officially been added to the main event. It is a full fledged triple threat match. It is something that I have audibly said last week and probably the week before that. I could not care for. Um, he's going to add to the match, but I personally don't care to see him in the match. I don't think he's r- truly earned his way into the match. Um, think, but Brian, what are your kind of thoughts on it? Yeah, what are your thoughts? I think the story from Fastlane up to this week's SmackDown was was done really masterfully. I think the overarching angle of Edge being so desperate that people, A, keep essentially saying he's too old to do this uh be him himself feeling insecure i think that's a lot of what the character is i think there's a lot of layers i think there's a lot of layers to edge's performance i think i don't heal either no but i hate that it's kind of like jerked in this direction and not that i don't care for like a heel edge or what else could it be or psychotic but i feel like so here's the thing i felt like though 
<laughs> but no, I feel like in, it's been he's been jerked in this direction. And I say that because I felt like it was something that was a gradual bill that I think would have happened anyway. But now it's kind of like now he's just kind of like now he's deranged all of a sudden because another person has been added to this match and it kind of like fucks up his idea of a main event. Well, I th- and I, th- I think that it was built. Uh, he's been saying for weeks that he doesn't feel like Brian should be in the match and he felt like he earned it. I think it has been a gradual. This is the only storyline that has been going for the past three or four months. Honestly, like it, it has been very gradual in in the sense that like there is a clear. And here's the you thing: think Daniel Bryan was always supposed to be part of this. Um, I don't think from January, but definitely from February on. But I think that no side in this story is right except really Roman because he's the champion, right? Mm-hmm. Edge, Edge has been wronged. Roman has been wronged. Brian has been wronged. There, there is arguments on each, and I think that's what makes it a more compelling storyline, in my opinion. Brian was screwed out of his opportunity elimination chamber. He he didn't think that the match was going to be, you know what I'm saying, right after the match had ended. And then, you know, you know, all the stuff that happened afterwards, Edge rightfully earned his, his spot. And now someone like Brian telling him he didn't earn his spot. I mean, again, right. that's a, it's a respect thing. Roman is sort of just like, y'all are jerking me around. Like, I don't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, Roman's been wrong more than anyone here, especially for the heel. I think, again, even if, and it's so, it's so crazy to me, people are like, turn on Brian. I'm like, like, come on, guys. But like, I think that I get it. I have, I have a little bit only because I genuinely I, feel like he hasn't earned saw, his way into the match. You know what I saw? I kept saying like, like, like people always like take it to like race stuff. It's like really weird. It's like I know the white man muscling his way. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, it's, so it, it's not. It's, it's like, the storyline. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's not. It's not. But obviously, it's not. But in the sense of like, we we always talk about this idea of failing upwards. He failed upwards. He 100% did. And it's not a respectable ain't fail no, upwards. Ain't no racial, ain't no racial thing to it, mad niggas. No, there's no racial thing. He's just white. He's I, just I, a white I was, was speaking on what I saw on Friday and I was just like, can y'all just like chill with that? Like it's, it's yeah. not that serious. Um, I, I, I don't hate it. Okay. I think storyline, regardless, storyline aside, they've never been able to build really good triple threat main events in WrestleMania anyway. Um, mm. I would clear. say you're wrong, but I would there's also not one. be able to mention this main event. <laughs> yeah, there's only been one. I mean, you. I mean, if you don't want to talk about that, we could talk about the Cena Big Show. Uh, was it Edge? Oh, one. See, now you put in a a terrible comparison. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't even think the women's one was built that that great either. We even talked about it on this show until the police angle. They had to get the police involved. So, like, let's just be clear. Like, what are we? What standards are we really holding this to? To say that this is just like the worst shit ever. I mean, they're, they're, we've seen worse. We've seen worse on this card. At least this is a storyline that we've been watching for since January. That's been happening mm. between these guys. Some of this shit has been. We're going to talk about the the hurt business stuff. Some of this shit has been happening for like a week. You know what I'm saying? So like, I respect it for that. It's going to be a banger. Come on, and yeah, and it's going to be a banger, of course. Honestly, yeah. like looking at Edge. Come on, man. He lost. Oh, a step. come on! Don't do that. He lost a step or two. He needs yeah, but he's forty-seven years old. Like Goldberg moving better than him. No, don't say that. Goldberg barely moves, bro. Goldberg hasn't had a match on SmackDown Goldberg in years. At least Goldberg. At least Edge is out here wrestling Jay Uso on SmackDown. Goldberg, obviously, he couldn't even. Drew tried. 
<laughs> at Royal Rumble. He was like, listen, I'm not even going to try to pull out a four star out of this. Let's let's get some kicks. Let's get some spears in. You hit your head in a turnbuckle and let's call it a day. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think, Ed, uh, yeah. Triple H was moving at 47 better than Edge. How old is Triple H? Like 52, 50, I think. Yeah. 50 something. Yeah. He was moving. Okay. A little, he was, he was, hey, I'm just, that's all I'm going to say. Edge is moving a little slow. I think Edge needs to get his, get his new style out. Mm-hmm. He needs to, like, he needs a new style, I think. Because he's, he's too not- big and lanky to get like a different type of style. <laughs> <laughs> he's too like big and lanky. Like, I can't see him like ultimate submissionist. Just out of nowhere. Uh, also on SmackDown, Cesaro, Seth Rollins was announced. Uh, Apollo Crews, Big E was also announced. I told you, Mills, they're going to do it. Well, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I guess. They, um, they should have combined the matches. <laughs> they should have just had a fatal four-way. <laughs> uh, Sasha Banks, uh, Bianca Belair. Bianca had a great promo, I thought. Ooh, Bianca's promo. Let's talk about it. It was amazing. It kind of, it it was a moment I think that summarized the entire feud. And and a lot of people were questioning. It's like Bianca, why didn't you just? Obviously, you could break her in eight pieces. You could break her like a pretzel. Why didn't you do that? And she's like, listen, I'm waiting in the wind. I'm waiting for the opportunity. My mama, you know, when she drops to my mama, my daddy said, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's fire. Um. And she she had an amazing promo, and I was like, "Damn, this is the kind of caliber promo that I expect for WrestleMania." That I feel like I'm not really getting out of Sasha Banks, you know, unfortunately. But I do think Sasha Banks is currently in her element, being a little bit more nastier, being a little bit more healier in this sort of opposition to Bianca Belair, as opposed to like, huh? Aren't we glad that women are just main eventing WrestleMania? It's like, no, bitch. Now I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I honestly feel like um this match is or this matchup, this feud is gonna go on after Mania. So mm. I'm already kind of setting expectations to whatever they might do next weekend. Um Bianca should win, obviously, but this doesn't seem like this match doesn't seem like the barn burner blow off to me. It seems like the beginning. And that's usually what Mania's been doing lately, right? Like, it's just been, it's really been starting feuds, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Because Cause they got, what do they got next? Extreme Rules? Uh, uh, Money in the Bank. Money in, in the May. Bank. There you go. Yeah, in May. Yeah. So, like, the, again, like these, these feuds splinter off. I mean, you already know from the edge, Daniel Bryan, that's not over. <laughs> we know that's not over mm-hmm. <laughs> after Mania. So, like, it, it is weird, but um, really good promo. I'm, I'm thinking Sasha will injure an appendage. Uh, on Friday or something like that to having a an advantage into the match. I I just foresee it. No Bailey no Mania yet. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's, I mean, there's a lot of people. For someone, I think for every WrestleMania where they've kind of ensured that we're gonna get everyone on the card in some instance, one rat one way or another, there's two nights. So there's more opportunity to get people on the card to be quite frankly with you. Um and the fact there's not, you know, a lot of people are missing. A lot of people missing from the show. We still have yet to see for all the tag titles on on the show. Um, there's yet to be a match that's been named. There's yet to be sort of any sort of just, un- I mean, the undercard's pretty filled out. I'm actually not sure <laughs> I don't know how, how much do more we got left. Um, I loved on SmackDown. Well, how do you think about this? I mean, the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens feud, Logan Paul. What are your thoughts on <laughs> Hey, viral movie. <laughs> viral movie. <laughs> oh my god. I, I don't think I hope he doesn't 
play a part. Is in Logan the- Paul playing the playing the Mike Tyson in this feud to the Austin versus Shawn Michaels? Is he gonna knock Sami Zayn out at the end? Hey man, I I think at least we're sh- we're seeing that like celebrities, you know, they're they they need a bag right now. You know what I'm saying? So like they they're trying to they're trying to get bags anywhere. So like if they can get a if they can get a Logan Paul, go ahead and get a Logan Paul, man. I'm not mad at it. You know I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Not mad at it either. Not mad at it either. Yeah, not much else from SmackDown that we need to go through. Now, Raw. Oof. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't feel like Raw was an oof show. Again, had really good matches. It, if you can you give know me, what? Fair. If you can Fair. give me good matches, I'm I'm good with it. I thought AJ Xavier was really good. Uh, I almost didn't even watch that. I thought, again, Riddle, Sheamus, gave it, they gave it time. These two, they never, they have not missed. I thought um, Shelton, Bobby was... Let's talk about... Quick, quick sidebar. Time out. Flag on the play. Let's talk about Riddle for a second. <laughs> they, don't need to Riddle, be on the, they don't need to be having him on the show that much. Doing I think... Is, is our truth out for COVID or tracing or something? Gotta because, be. yeah, I agree. He did not be on the show that much. He was on the show at least three times in backstage segments with things that didn't even concern him. And then he forgets his lines with Oscar, and I'm just like, that's a man who's been told too many things at in one a very short amount of time. Yes, what does he do? Like, I'm I don't even blame dude because it seems as though they had him doing everything on Monday, like literally everything he was doing. And it. he has to come up with such very distinct stories. It's like when I get my scooter and I go to Japan, right? And da 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 da, and da like these very distinct stories. It was like, yeah, I would probably have fucked up too. My yeah, man just. I mean, he just scooted off, and I was like, you know what? Fair. And he had a <laughs> Russell. Oscar. <laughs> so. Oscar was, was out there on a limb. She was just like, all right, I'll just walk away. Oscar was like, wow. <laughs> okay. So uh, I guess the big story coming out of, uh, coming out, and, and listen, I thought it was well done. Um, let me just say right now, a lot of people were really like, you know, milking the Hurt Business thing. There was a ceiling to this group, guys. I'm sorry. They're not like a new day. <laughs> There's a ceiling to this group, especially when you consider they broke up retribution. They, they're breaking up this, this group. There needs to be more people on Raw who are malleable in different positions. If you break up the Retributions crew, that gives you three or four more people to use on the TV show after Mania. If you break up Hurt Business, that gives you two or two more people to use you ain't use how much are they using shelton and and, and cedric alexander what programs do you see spinning off from this tag team just be real tag team tag team yeah any tag, yeah. tag team i think retribution die uh die jack and 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 other bruh can be a tag team as well <laughs> um i think me and, um, me and yim is needed uh Rhea, is needed yeah yeah needs dance partners i looked at it as they broke up two teams in two weeks. They're trying to get. They need more bodies on the show. I don't think, but I don't think they needed to do that like right before WrestleMania, right? Like it didn't. It didn't make sense from where. And no. and this has kind of been my problem with the Bobby Lashley character itself. And I think he's experiencing this problem himself because he's starting to trip over his lines because Bobby Lashley is just an angry guy in a great suit. He's really a very giant sweaty head who has to make a lot of facial expressions that he's mad. But there's no really reason of why he's mad. He's just a guy with a lot of, I mean, ruthless aggression, in a sense. And 
there's nothing really deeper than that. So when he has these situations, when he just kind of lashes out, he's like, you guys couldn't handle it, you know, and you guys think, so now we're officially breaking up. I'm like, but where is this, where is this anger coming from? Where is this, where, <laughs> why are we doing this? I'm, I'm so, I understand the, the logic behind doing it in terms, in terms of what you need for the show. But in terms of a story, it just seemed like for someone going against Drew, you may have needed them. And I'm not sure why they necessarily broke up the group. And I'm not sure why not MVP mad. was so gun ho with it. He's not even mad. He's like, it's the delusional champion thing that they're rushing. The delusional champion. He's delusional. He's been so he mad since the US champion. He's been just mad. No, I'm not saying that, bro. I'm saying like this in this current incarnation, he is doing the desk, not delusional. He's desperate. He's doing the desperate thing a little too quickly. I think if they would have done the, okay, there's nothing I can do to stop this guy, Drew. He has already made it so that my guys can't be in the ring. He's defeating everyone. I put out a bounty. No one's, no one's answering it. He's desperate because he knows that Drew beat him last time. He knows Drew is pretty much like unstoppable. They should have not showing enough of desperation, in my opinion. Well, let me let me get to it. Okay. They're trying they're trying to show that, but they're rushing it. The desperation was that <clears throat> it's almost like remember when Edge basically broke up the the whole family, the familia. He he he, yeah, he yeah. Edge heads, he he said fuck Vicky because he was so desperate about Undertaker, I think, at the time. It's yeah. kind of like that, but it's like there again, there was no build up to it. The the hurt business hadn't failed enough. You know, MVP hadn't failed enough, Bobby Lashley hadn't failed enough. It just came off as Y'all fucked up one time. I bet. And then he, you know what I'm saying? Like there was like no reason for him to, to fire them. I think they rushed it along. Now in practice, in the larger picture, I don't mind them breaking up because I felt as though that group had a ceiling. They've been faces. They've been tweeners. They've been heels. I get it. But in terms of doing it right before mania, like right now, I don't think it was the smartest thing that they could have done for Bobby's character because if he loses, he's on an Island again. <laughs> He's yeah. back to like having nothing. And, you know, he's back to beating everyone. And then, you know, not really like, because the thing is, you're, you built him up for this. Now he's got to stay in that. He's like, Mills, he has to stay in the top of the card now. He's a former champion. He can't just go right back down to the mid card. He's got to stay there. So, oh, you, oh, you, oh, that's what you think, huh? <laughs> Have you met I my mean, guy, the Miz? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, he got he got decked by a, by a Grammy Award winner this this week. You want to talk about that? I listen. All I hear is money. All I hear is money when I do this. You know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> beyond the beyond the Lashley thing. Well, can we are we are we officially transitioned into Miz and in, in Bad uh, Bunny? Uh, Baron Corbin showed up. Uh, Ooh, like, yeah, yeah. Down what's, what's that about? A ball headed connection. Nothing more. Nothing less. Used to be homeboys. They used to be homeboys. Makes sense. Well, he's on SmackDown. <laughs> I think I think uh, I was like I think he, he said like the the call reverberated to the SmackDown locker room, and I said, okay, moving on. <laughs> I, I listen. Fact, people get so mad about this shit. I just be like, all right, bet. And I <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I agree with you. It was kind of something that I was just like, all right, I guess. I mean, if this is what we doing, this is what we doing. But in a sense, I was also like, there is no one. I mean, so they went through Ricochet. Uh huh. And Mustafa Ali. Uh-huh. And that was, they were like, all right, we have cleared out the locker room no, <laughs> of any three. They said, nigga, you think Umberto is going to come out? Yo, he went in He went in the locker room. Uh, I don't one. like that. 
that was, was kind of fun. Uh, especially like in light of the Andrade interview coming out hours before this, I was like, that was kind of green. Oh, you're gonna go on social media and make a name for yourself? It's like, yes, yes, I will. Because God forbid I go and make my own damn name and do all these things. You headbutting people, talking to Ricochet, talking to and then okay, so going back to the Baron Corbin thing, the fact that the the matter of fact is just like that raw is like deep to an extent. You know what I'm saying? Like Everyone else kind of under the main players on the show is not qualified to be on the show. I would have liked to see you like, yo, come on. Does Jeff Hardy want a shot at the WWE Championship? <laughs> like, Where is but, he? I don't know. He might be on his way out, <laughs> to be honest with you. We're talking more and the AEW lets you be more, lets, lets you be more creative. I said, all right, good luck. <laughs> I feel, listen... As soon as Matt went to AEW, I was like, Jeff's days are numbered. And not in the sense that Jeff can't do his own thing, but Jeff always likes to try something new. And he's he's got an open door policy with WWE. He knows he can leave and come back whenever the fuck he wants. <laughs> this might be the last time. Mm. I don't know. HOF. HOF. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But no, you know, it, it was weird. Um, Miss John Morrison, hey, hey, hop, hop. How did you feel about the song? Let's see, we're both someone, former music journalist. How did we feel that the song connected to the people? I mean, I think I think Lil Nas X might have a little bit of competition for them next week, but I think a solid number two, number three is a good a good way to debut. Oh my God. It is it is it is corny, it, but it why is why was it five minutes long? <laughs> it was really long. No, this was this was like nearly four minutes long, but it was still for a WWE parody song. It was a full length song. Talking about they got Balenciaga and all this. I was like, yo. Did you see the Montclair on Morrison? Yeah, Montclair. Montclair Morrison? <laughs> I was like, yo, you really get into it. <laughs> Listen, if you're not gonna be in this match, you at least gonna stunt. You're gonna do a little something crazy. I respect it. I respect that boy, it. That boy got the doodle walk. I'm like, I don't even know why they're making him move around without a without a without a uh without a, a crutch because he does not look well walking. No, you might need surgery, but they might want to hold it off. Let him go. I, I don't understand why they don't just let him let him go. Nah, it's WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania time. Who else they, they gonna put? They let Andrade Angel? go because they they let Andrade go because they have the actual next Latin star in uh, Bad Bunny. Mm. This is true, and they got their you know, if if not him, of course you have, uh, what's his name, Damian Priest. Damian Priest. I mean, if anything was going against him, if Andrade is English, Damian Priest speaks perfect English, and he's Latin, and he's cool, and Super all that stuff. He's cool. So I don't think he'll shit on the locker room. Uh, what else happened on Raw? Um, uh, game night. <laughs> yo, they're having a blast, man. I can't even hate on it. They're having a blast. Like they, I feel like they've always wanted to work together. I I think so too. Because the thing is that obviously AJ is such like over the top, which is great. I think he honestly he fills that Chris Jericho role. Absolutely, yo, you hit the nail on the head. Absolutely. Well, He's so over the top, but you can place him kind of anywhere. You can switch him up if you want face, heel, doesn't matter. Because he does everything. He's your Swiss Army knife. But at this point, he's so over the top with his things. And New Day is so over the top. And they're also trying to include almost in on over the topness as well. They're just having fun. Yeah, they're just having fun. Give him the belts. 
That's what I say. Yeah. Give them the belts. Yeah. You want to, you want to talk about the women, <laughs> women on the show or the lack thereof? Uh, why does Nia have to be in every segment, bro? Why does everyone have to like? But they're doing the tag team thing with two different women's championship matches. Are we, are we, that was first of all one. That's so whack. Two. Big question, big big question. Because mm-hmm. I think everyone had the same similar thoughts going into this contract signing. Mm-hmm. Is Charlotte really not on WrestleMania this year? Doesn't look like it. I think Andrade all but confirmed it. That's crazy. She's yeah. in all of the promotion. Well, most of the promotions. <laughs> Andrade confirmed it. Damn, elevated hormones, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Nonetheless, yes, I don't. I don't like the fact that Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler seems to be orbiting a lot of programs that they have really nothing. They don't have a match yet. They're everywhere except WrestleMania because they don't have a match yet. You know what I'm saying? Be and they. I. I think there is going to be an interpromotional match. I. I just don't know why it's taking them so long to like Shayna's taken. She's been on her back for a lot of losses in the past three weeks, and I think that is going to lead to like a multi woman match. It's just like. Mm-hmm. Will I give a shit? No, I, I think that like that. If if that's a, if that's any contender for a pre-show, it's going to be that match. I agree, absolutely. I agree. That match. What a shame for for Shayna's second WrestleMania going from Becky to this shit. I hope they can get her hot again because Rhea, Rhea, and Shayna is a few that you can continue on with for months, and you know what I'm saying for months and months. Like they didn't quite hit it with with Oscar and and Shayna, which is like. That's that's the one thing meals that, that did perplex me over twenty twenty is that they just didn't do that. It's very weird they never had a one on one match in that time, but who knows? It's a, so Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. We're getting this for WrestleMania. The contracts have been signed. The tables have been flipped very hard in Oscar's face, by the way, because she was down for a while. Um, she's like, "Damn, I just got my teeth knocked out. Are you guys fucking with me? Do I need to really start stiffing people again? Like, does that really need to happen?" Um, how do you feel just kind of with the are you just like accepting this as kind of like okay this is the match this is where we're getting it let's just do it is there any sort of things you wish from this program in terms of like maybe we get raya over maybe the belt goes to raya maybe asuka continues her reign until charlotte shows up is there anything you're expecting from this match with the very little that we've gotten i don't see how you get Rhea over because they haven't put her in any type of position to get over. You know what I mean? Like, she hasn't beat anyone. She hasn't fought anyone. She hasn't squashed anyone. Like, I, I don't get what exactly the call-up... Well, I get the, what the call-up was for, but it's like, you, you didn't really do much to make me... Like, Like if she beats Asuka at Mania, I'll, it'll, I'll be like, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because they haven't really made her like a monster yet. You know what I mean? And, and granted, they could have a great match. But when it goes back to TV that Monday, it's it's like she got a great match with Asuka and now you got to Now she just has the belt with no, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, people that don't watch NXT, they don't know how dominant she was on that show. And even when she went out on NXT, she wasn't even dominant. She went out on a loss. She actually got fucking sent out the territory <laughs> when she right. got you got when she lost on NXT. So like on one end, like she should win and, and stuff like that. But it's like, I don't know how they're going to make her look strong. That you know any any stronger than she does right now? I, I honestly, Mills, I just have no clue. I mean, she's been on main roster TV before, but again, you got to reintroduce her now. And this is a new character. She's gonna probably be a heel now, so you got to reintroduce her in the right way. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Um, 
damn, I think that's it for Raw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the card is pretty oh, much. Wait, wait. How do you feel, Braun, Braun Strowman's report card? <laughs> that boy dumb, man. <laughs> how do you get a D plus? How do you, Jim? How, how do you even? Is that fathomable? They've they've done the Shane McMahon Braun Strowman thing. I can't think of a few that has been so poorly. This thing feels like we're writing this on the way to the ring. And I know that's not the case because Shane McMahon is involved. But it still feels dumb. They've had months to start this. Months. (laughs) The idea, so the idea is that Braun Strowman is dumb, right? And that's the impetus (laughs) for this view. Is the retort that Braun Strowman is the thing that we're supposed to get out of this that Braun Strowman is actually not dumb? Beating and we're Shane, supposed to be like beating yeah. Shane make him not dumb. <laughs> but I feel like he should be he should be trying to prove that he's not dumb in this. But what, what Shane he, keeps bringing out evidence. You know the dumbest thing he did was make it a steel cage match on at WrestleMania. Ew. Who does made, that? Made it a steel cage match, which is let's be clear, for all these steel cage matches we've ever seen in this company, they always get fucked with. So you're dumb for even say, like you're going to get you're going to get screwed over unless he comes up. Last time you had a steel cage match at WrestleMania, <sighs> Maybe WrestleMania two, nigga. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, Ken only Ken. No, that was a hell in a cell. Ken only in a, in a no. The, the oh. it had Hulk to be Hogan versus <laughs> King Kong Bundy at WrestleMania two. <laughs> it had to be WrestleMania two. <laughs> Yo, that's so weird. Who's yeah. setting that up? Like, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, so the card's pretty much filled out. <laughs> the card is filled out. And um, next week, you will get a very special episode of the WrestleMania uh, Roundup show <clears throat> from me and Mills, as well as more information on the Patreon. We're going to have very special guests some people that have been on the show before, uh, we're gonna get a really cool roundtable. Can we? Can we? Can I talk about the roundtable with with the crew? We can talk about that. That's not a. That's not a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's we're not. gonna have we're gonna have every single creator on the A Show Network on the show. Not every single one. Please don't have jobs or lives or anything. Yeah. Rather, but yes, you, you work for us. But uh, we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have everybody on the show, and we're gonna have some special guests too. So I uh, can't wait to share this with you guys, and and really just kind of you know talk about a lot of cool stuff on WrestleMania. It's gonna be a really long show. So as you watch your long wrestling shows, listen to our long recap prediction show uh, for mm. WrestleMania with the hosts of the War Report, the hosts of Rewriters Room, as well as our good friend Dion. He's gonna he's gonna get his own show. Don't worry, he's he's gonna be the host of something very soon uh and and us so uh as always thank you guys for listening to us even if this was a shorter show this week thanks for listening to us and next week we'll have a huge show thank you for all this report and uh for meals i'm justin we'll see you next week uh for one of the most exciting weeks in wrestling uh in wrestling fandom wrestlemania week we're gonna leave you on one of our favorite songs uh that come out in 2021 so peace